this is Doug Green, and I'm the publisher of Technology Reseller News, and I'm very pleased to have with us again Blake Wetzel, who's the CEO of AIQ. Blake, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, Doug. So the A and AIQ stands for auction. Yes. Auction IQ. What's that all about? So what the company is, it's Venice Foundation, was we were the first online auction um, for technology done in the late 80s. Um, and the company's been around for about 20 years. But what we do is, I, the best way to describe it is really a uh, procurement as a service or a fractional procurement organization. So we work as an extension for large enterprises into their procurement organizations to make sure they're paying um, the best pricing for the best services that they are purchasing um, on their IT and IT-related and IT-adjacent services. So um, we work with them, we, and then we will ultimately uh, run, uh, ideally, reverse auctions to actually make sure that they're paying the right market price. So how do your services differ from other procurement services? Yeah, so the traditional procurement process, whether you're working inside of a chief procurement officer, you know, function inside of an enterprise, you generally pick a supplier, and then you negotiate against that supplier. Right. Um, You get savings, and, and, and that is an effective methodology. Our methodology changes the paradigm. What we say is we qualify. We take the entire universe of the market of a particular service. It could be any of a hundred different categories of types of spend. Um, we identify the market. We narrow the market based on qualifications, customer requirements, but we don't talk price up until the, the narrowing is done. And at that point, then we allow the suppliers to compete with each other. We create a market condition. We put them in an auction. They are bidding against each other. They, they see what each other's bidding. It's, it's been um, the supplier names are controlled, but they will then compete with each other. What that generates is about 2.6 times the benefit of traditional procurement models. And by doing it, you're getting the best price for the services that you actually can go create. So what is the profile of the companies you serve? Yeah, we're generally looking at larger enterprises. Um, we like to target anybody over 200 million. So larger, larger, larger enterprises. Right. Um, it's because they need to have the the scale of the spend to make the auctions worthwhile. Um, so if you look at it, the ideal profile, we would actually say it's anybody who's a tech centric company or tech heavy. So it doesn't have to be a tech company, but from 500 million to about 10 billion is really where our sweet spot is. How much money, on average, do your uh, do your clients save? Um, I'll t- tell you the percentage because the, the the size gets varies by by how many projects we work on. But over the last decade, our average savings is forty four point six percent for our clients. So that means we've reduced the spends that they've allowed us to touch by forty four point six percent. Now it varies against the gamut of what right. they're buying. There's right. some commoditized services that are actually a little bit less likely to actually save, but there's some really high value. So I will tell you, the range we've actually seen is the low end is about 15% on a category. We actually just did an auction for a client. We got 92% savings for them on that particular area. Um, It's all about how often they touch it, but are they creating the market condition? Um, But we have examples of clients. Um, One of them is a public, but it's actually a client we use as a reference client. They actually saved one year $18 million. Um, out of their P&L 
Um, and that CFO actually said it was the single best ROI they've ever seen in the company's history. You know, uh, it's been in the news. Companies are, are especially in the technology sector, uh, announcing layoffs. Um, does this indicate that there was a failed strategy? Um, it's, I don't know if it's a failed strategy or they actually don't open their minds to the other opportunities. Too often inside the enterprise, they need to manage to whether their shareholder value is or whether they have cash flow or capital constraints. There's a lot of financial constraints inside of an enterprise. A lot of times the organization doesn't think of all the options they actually have. Right. So they might go to the procurement team and say, how do I buy this particular technology better? So they go to their traditional procurement methodologies. Um, when that doesn't succeed, they revert to the only thing they know, send people home. Um, reality is we tell clients all the time, let us come in, do a free evaluation for you, what you actually can see, and then you can make the determination if you want to put that in their plans. We now have clients who are putting our projects, we're, we're working with them on their planning process to actually put the savings calculations and estimates that we actually do into their operational plans and their financial plans that they're presenting to their boards, their private equities, to whomever. They're doing that so they know they can then hold the organization and make sure it becomes a strategic project versus a, an interesting project that somebody's doing. So the reality is, is how does the leadership of the enterprise go and put these types of requirements, controls in place so they don't have to lay those people off? You know, Blake, let me connect the dots here between what you were saying before and, and this, because I, I know you're talking percentage, but in previous recordings, you told me it can sometimes be millions and millions of dollars every month. So instead of uh, reducing payroll, which means reducing creativity and productivity in your company possibly, yeah. you're just talking, we're talking about not cutting services. You're taught with AIQ, your, your approach is you're going to have the same thing exactly but you're just going to be paying less for it in terms of external services. Um, the same, if not better. If not better. Yeah. Because you identify, you crop up stuff that could be better. Yeah, actually, we just, uh, I'll give you an example of an auction we just finished for a, a client, which is in the financial services area. Their cloud infrastructure, we actually saved them 55% on it, and they got an upgrade. Wow. They got a better platform than they had. And they actually got the same supplier. So they got an upgrade of their incumbent, they got a 55% reduction in cost, and they got a better service than they had. Um, but the easiest one that I share with everyone is the most commoditized thing any enterprise has to buy, laptops. Everybody needs a piece of hardware. Every company's buying them, and if you have thousands of employees, think about if you were actually to go out and say, I'm spending $2 million a year on new laptops. Um, you know, those areas, let's say we conservatively save 15% on that. That's $300,000 to the bottom line. How many employees is that on an annual basis? And you still got the same laptop. You still got the same peripherals. You still got the same hardware. You still got the same fulfillment process. You're just paying less for it. Right. So it gets to that point of, are you going to make the decision to go through a process where you save money, save jobs, and by the way, our fee, if we don't save money, we don't get paid. We're here at the MSP Expo. Are you a channel? Do you have a channel program? Is this an MSP opportunity? It is. Um, we, we actually do. I, I actually grew up in the channel, um, spent a lot of time running a uh, channel for service providers. 
Um, it's, it's a clear opportunity for those organizations who are those individuals and organizations, those MSPs who actually have relationships. Um, the beauty of our program is, is we built the program as a referral program. They don't need to go learn a bunch of new technology. They don't need to go learn our business. In fact, it's better if they don't. What we want is if they've got a client who meets those criteria that we talked about, who needs to save money, you know, they're, they're having stress on their growth numbers or they're just making an introduction, if what, uh, they get a percentage of whatever we actually get paid by the supplier. So it's a rather large sizable number when you start talking to the millions and, as you mentioned, tens of millions of dollars for these organizations on an annual basis. These, uh, these referral organizations can make hundreds of thousands of dollars just by referring a client and elevating their position with, with their customers. So, yeah, it was very clear that we needed to get aligned with the MSPs so they could actually have an opportunity. Blake, I really want to thank you for joining us today on a very busy day here at MSP Expo. Where can we learn more about Auction IQ? Yeah, the best place is actually to start with LinkedIn. Um, uh, if you go to uh, Auction IQ on LinkedIn or AIQ, um, you'll find us. We'll, you'll be able to link to our website, uh, connect with us. Um, but really, we've, we're finding that that is the best way because you are also – um, find all of our thought leadership. We've been doing a lot of uh, thought leadership out there on these topics, Doug, that you bring bring forward, so they actually can uh, learn more about it. Well, again, thank you very much indeed. Thank you.